The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Hey everybody, if you're a long-time listener, you know this is usually the point where I stick in an ad for another podcast that I think you should go check out. Well, this week I don't have a promo, so you're just getting a little old me, a little extra dose of Aaron for you. This week I'm going to tell you to go check out 8751 Flight of the Boners. It's a podcast about the podcast 8750. It is something that was put together by one of the fans of the show. It's going to involve fans of the show, guests of the show, where they're going to get together and they're going to talk about all the shit that was talked about in the most recent episode. So, 8751, Flight of the Boners. Just look for it wherever you get your podcast fix. All right? Now, on with the show. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Today uh, is going to be the episode that will be coming out on February 22nd, 2022, so we got 22222. If you're into weird numbers and shit, I guess there you go. Um, it is going to be the Tuesday after President's Day here in the U.S. So anyway, I guess that's where I'm going to start. Now, President's Day here in the U.S. got me thinking, if you're not currently in school, and if you are a student, unless you're a college student, you shouldn't be listening to this show. So, yeah, turn it off. Go slap your parents for letting you listen to it in the first place. But if you are a student in college and you got the day off, or if you happen to work in a bank or something related to the financial markets, you might have had the day off. Some people had the day off. I didn't have the day off. It's just another fucking day to me. It's just another fucking day to a lot of us. Um... But ultimately, it got me to thinking. Now, President's Day, I honestly, I don't know why it still comes up on the radar anymore. We haven't had a president I was particularly fond of, basically, in my entire lifetime as a voter. We really don't have anything to celebrate currently in the executive branch of the United States government, we realistically can't celebrate the Founding Fathers anymore because realistically, if they saw where this country was at the moment, they'd all be rolling in their graves, and the woke culture won't really condone celebrating the Founding Fathers because they were a bunch of white guys that had, you know, slaves, and oh my god, they were so fucking horrible. They created the nation that allows you to walk around bitching about how fucking horrible they were instead of having you, you know, seen and not heard or silenced if you don't toe the line. I mean, you try to silence people who disagree with you, but that's an entirely different rant to get off on. The point is, I don't really understand why President's Day is still a thing, other than as a day off for the financial markets. Um, yeah, I mean, the the Wokies don't want us celebrating the past, the present is nothing to be lauded or celebrated. We have a shambling, senile idiot sitting in the seat of power. We have a vulturous harpy waiting for him to either be kicked out or to drop dead. I'm 110% convinced that's how that worthless bitch was convinced to take the vice president slot. 
They said, look, there's no way you will win this election. You will not get in on your own fucking merit. This is our guy. This is who we're backing. But if you take the job of being his sidekick, you can swing all those staunch female, got to have the first female this and first female that, as if your chromosomes determine your fucking worth, which is one of those things the ultra-liberal, far-left-leaning assholes want to scream and preach about how that shit doesn't matter. But they still got to get that feather in their cap of having the first female candidate for whatever position and the first person of color. They are so focused on a bunch of irrelevant shit that has no bearing on a person's worth. Kind of like the fact that old Sleepy Joe said he's going to appoint a woman of color as a replacement Supreme Court justice. Those are two of the factors that should be the least significant when it comes to determining somebody who is going to be put in a position of power for life or until they're willing to step down, which is how the seat was opened in the first place. They said, look, you're old and you've done your due. You need to drop out so we can accomplish something and we can have something to waive when we're coming up on the midterm elections because our policies are unpopular. The general population hates us. We didn't manage to ramrod through our controls that will make us be able to control the election the way we want to. We got to do something that we can point to because we've fallen on our face when it comes to the handling of the outbreak and the pandemic and all this other shit. We've fallen on our face on every military venture we've gotten involved in since we've been elected. We have nothing. And as soon as it becomes an issue, they are fucking that one up too because they're going about it in the most dipshit way possible. Instead of trying to say, we're going to find the best candidate and we're, I mean, I don't hate to give these assholes a playbook, but you want to fill and tick certain boxes. You don't go and say, these are the boxes that we're qualifying. That is the same shit that people argue out about quotas. I don't want a doctor that was hired to fill a quota. I want the surgeon who has the steadiest fucking hands. I don't give a shit what they look like, what they identify as, or what their beliefs are. I want the best person for the job. That's the same qualifications I have for anyone that has an impact on my life. And whether I like these assholes or not, they do have an impact on my day-to-day life. I wish to God they didn't. I wish to whatever powerful beings in the universe that might exist were out there that would just strike every one of these assholes down, smite them, turn DC back into a festering swamp like it should be, burn them all to the ground. I don't give a fuck. Just make them go away. They're all useless parasitic buckets of ass. And I guarantee the things that I say on this show probably will land me on a watch list if I ever get an audience. And I love you guys that listen. I really do. I I know there's some of you out there. There are people that interact with me, that reach out to me, that tell me they like what I said, that tell me that they're telling other people that they should be listening to me. And that means so much to me. It really does, you guys. But let's face it. <laughs> I'm not doing any kind of numbers where I'm going to get noticed just yet. And on the off chance that I do get noticed, I'm not going to change my tune. I'm not going to change my who I am. I'm not going to change my philosophies or my opinions or my beliefs because fuck them. If they really decide I'm worth coming after, they're going to find out it's not going to be easy. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a super well-armed militia type guy. I'm not a crazy, you know, prepper somewhere. And, and I've got nothing against people that are preppers. I respect the hell out of them. It's hard work to go off grid. It's hard work to know what, everything you need to know to have a functional life. We as a society have gotten so far away from being able to be independent and functional on our own that the people that are actually doing it and doing it the right way, I respect the living hell out of. But at the end of the day, I'm not that guy. Unfortunately, I don't have the resources. I've still got a lot of 
personal things I have to square away before I can even start thinking about finding my own little hilly hole. And it's a shame, actually. President's Day. Whoop-de-fuck. I'm really unimpressed with the entire system at this point. It's no secret if you listen to the show. You know how I feel about these things. You know how fed up I am with the bullshit we're all having to deal with on a day-to-day basis. And as part of that, I've completely unplugged from mainstream media. I don't I don't care. I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't believe you. I don't trust you. The harder you push a narrative, the less inclined I am to give it any credence. I get tired of seeing the worthless White House staff on television literally every fucking day. And I find out about it just through social media clips because as much as I would like to quit all of it and just walk away, it's realistically the only way I can do certain things that I am trying to accomplish. So I I watch the social media stuff. I interact with people online. And it always pops up in my feeds, whether it's, you know, shows up scrolling through TikTok. It, some, a link pops up on, on one of the other social media platforms. And it's like, oh, press house conference, this, that, and the other. They have these worthless fucks literally every day trying to fearmonger and dodge questions and avoid answering anything. And yet they keep going on TV like they somehow... The disconnect is so real that these people think, A, that they're doing something worth being proud of, and B, anybody still fucking believes them. And if you do still believe them, realistically, what are you doing listening to me? Did somebody else tell you you should listen to this to try and get your head right? Because seriously, if you are still drinking the Kool-Aid in spite of all of the mounting evidence of everything that has been lied and force-fed to you for the last two years three years, five years, however fucking long you want to look at it, going back a couple decades, if we're being completely honest, shit hasn't been above board in a long time. And they're just getting more and more blatant with it. And unfortunately, as a society, we've kind of conditioned ourselves that we don't talk about the past, we don't talk about the fucked up things that happened, other than to complain and play victim and to blame other people for our fucking problems. They, the royal they, the people that are, you know, all the, the, the ones the conspiracy people talk about, they're out there, they're this, they're that. Well, the simple fact of the matter is, there is a they. It's the assholes that are trying to keep you from realizing, A, how much potential power you actually contain, how important you actually could be if you could stop focusing on the petty, annoying little shit that you seem to think makes up your life. These people are out here, and they are utterly focused on horse shit, and particularly the ones that are playing all this divisive political bullshit. The people that are out there constantly screaming about racism and sexism and genderism and all these other fucking things and creating this massive amount of focus on something where if you step back and you look at your actual day-to-day life, and, the, and I'm not saying there's not shitty people are out there. There are. There's a lot of shitty people out there. I will be the first one to call them out if I see them doing something shitty in public, assuming that I'm not out somewhere in a professional capacity. I do have a certain level of decorum that dictates I have to behave a certain way when I am representing someone other than myself. But if I'm just out out and about in general, no, I'm not putting up with horse shit from anybody. I don't care what your politics are. I don't care what we agree on. I don't care what we don't agree on. If I catch you being shitty, I'm going to call you on it. And I'm going to do my best to try and explain to you what you're doing that's shitty, why it is shitty, and why you need it to knock it the fuck off. And, you know, I can be respectful if you are respectful towards me. I can be, you know, I can be well-spoken. I can present my case. I can present my argument. Or 
you can cop an attitude with me and try and swing your little self-righteous bullshit. And again, this is not a side-specific thing. This is anybody that's out there acting like a piece of shit, acting entitled, acting like they deserve something they haven't earned, acting like they're owed something by fucking anybody. Right, left, center, I don't give a shit. If you're acting like a shitty human being, I'm going to let you have it. If you don't appreciate me telling you about yourself and you come at me hard, I'm going to come back harder. And I am smart enough not to be immodest, not to be braggy, not to, just a simple statement of facts. You come at me sideways, I'm coming after you, and I'm going to keep coming until you start crying. I will talk about everything I can assess from you personally, physically. I will make assumptions based on how you're behaving about your parentage, about your upbringing, about your education. If, you, if you're trying to get in my face, and God forbid you use a word improperly, I am going to lay into you and make fun of you and have you question whether your parents actually loved you before I'm done. Because, frankly, I think that's what you deserve. If you're going to be a shitty human being and you're going to try and justify it, if you're doing something that is directly impacting someone else's life because you just don't agree with them, you're shitty. Now, if it's somebody that's being shitty and they're shitty in a kind of way that's not actually hurting anybody, they're just sort of generally shitty and it just makes themselves miserable and sad, lonely little human beings... You can take the high road and try and elevate them, but they're probably going to react negatively. If they're just sitting there stewing in their own shittiness and they just kind of generally suck, just leave them be. And the sad thing is, I know a lot of people out there will define their shittiness based on they are trying to fix something that, in their opinion, is shitty. But the problem is they're trying to justify reactive behavior without being provoked first. They're trying to fix or alter or change things based on their definition of how the world should work in spite of the fact that it's not actually anything they're directly having to deal with. It is perceived slights, insults, mistreatments, things like that, as opposed to actual mistreatments or that sort of horse shit. It's trying to level a playing field that isn't actually all that crooked. And actually, it is an extremely crooked fucking playing field but not in the way most of these idiots perceive it as being crooked. They're looking where the finger points and saying, okay, that's what they're saying is wrong, without looking at who's pointing the finger or what they stand to gain from things. It's a marked lack of critical thinking and a disability in our population to analyze things, to look beyond the obvious. It's kind of the reaction I expect when I act like I throw a ball and then I point and the dog takes off running after what I pointed at in spite of the fact that the ball's still in my fucking hand. That is basically how you got to look at most of these people that are out there being vocally obnoxious shitheads trying to push an agenda that goes beyond just leave me the fuck alone. And with that being said, we are going to take a slight pause here and we're going to come back and I'm going to talk about the other thing that has been rolling around in my head since the last episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so 
Now, thanks for listening to that, as always. Uh, the next thing that is coming up is the truck protests in Canada. It's still in the news. It's still going on because, for some odd reason, the people who don't support this thing, and I think I made it pretty clear where I stand on it. Just to reiterate briefly, I completely agree with what these guys are trying to do. I completely understand that they are trying to do something in the name of freedom, in the name of not being forced to do something you don't believe in. I completely stand behind that sentiment. As I said in the last episode, I'm not 100% on how they're going about it. I don't think they need to be blockading roads. Just from a logistical standpoint, without the trucking industry, the vast majority of major metropolitan areas would be completely destitute within a week. That's just simple numbers. They don't have the resources to produce the things they need without truckers, without the people that are trying to make their point. Pull into a parking lot, lock your brakes, take a nap. That's really all you need to do to shut these major cities down. And rather than you know negotiate or do anything in any kind of manner which would be conducive to, say, responding to a peaceful protest. And whether you like it or not, that's really what this has been. Yes, there's been a lot of noise pollution from truckers blowing their horns all day. You know what I would rather have? A loud-ass truck horn blowing all day than watch a city burn to the fucking ground. The same people who are calling these truck drivers names like terrorists and saying they're all conservative, racist bigoted, homophobic. I've heard so much stupid shit that doesn't even apply to what's going on here. And it's being echoed by all these politicians who are being called out for being well beyond their authority. They're overreaching. They're overgrasping. And they are doubling down on the fucking thing that is being complained about in the first place, this tyranny that they are trying to enforce their will upon the population with. This little tin pot wannabe dictator that's running fucking Canada right now. And without getting into all the petty shit and, you know, people saying he's Fidel Castro's bastard kid and that's where all his stupid ideals come from. And while that's entirely possible, there is a he does look a lot more like a young Castro than he looks like a young uh, Trudeau. I mean, it's just, you know, the pictures are there. But that's neither here nor there. It's, it's fucking irrelevant. The simple fact of the matter is this shithead, instead of saying, well, yeah, we can come to the table and talk about these things, the same shithead who was endorsing riots in the name of justice and peace and equality and whatever other fucking horseshit they tried to label to, destruction of personal property, destruction of public property, destruction of people's homes and livelihoods and buildings. And I don't know why I'm acting like it surprised me, because the standing governmental officials in multiple countries, in multiple formats, in multiple in multiple sides, multiple opinions, multiple belief structures, have all demonstrated they don't give a fuck about the daily livelihoods of most people. And these short-sighted fucks have forgotten what they actually are. They are a bunch of parasites. They don't create, they don't generate, they don't do anything that would generate any income or any anything existing. They live off of the people who do. And unfortunately, these short-sighted fucks are going to wind up killing their food source. Now, that seems to be kind of a human thing. We are, we've not been the best stewards of this planet. We have not been the most responsible 
beings we could be when it comes to how we consume and how we do things. We have become a disposable society uh, as much as we get all these recycling programs and all this other horse shit that and I'm, I'm, I'm saying horseshit because the programs in and of themselves, the concept is a good idea. The, the idea of saving the planet is a good thing because it's the only fucking one we got. But the problem is, if we hadn't become a single-serving, disposable society in the first fucking place, if we had stuck with the mentality of, say, our grandparents, well, my grandparents and great-grandparents for some of you younger fuckers, of you know, reusing things, not just throwing something out and replacing it because it broke and actually fixing things that are broken. I actually read something years ago that at the time it just kind of made me go, hmm. But the more I think about it as I'm getting older, and it's it was based on why divorce rates are spiking so much in our generation and all this other shit. And it was somebody was talking to an older person about it, a, a somebody from the boomer general vicinity of like a boomer who was saying, well, the reason you guys don't, and I'm not say, I'm not trying to say that, just as a caveat here, I'm not trying to say if you're in a shitty relationship, if you're not happy, if you're just making each other miserable, yeah, no, you don't need to stay together. It's not doing anybody any good to be miserable just because you said you were going to be together. If the best, you, But you need to be realistic about it. You need to sit down and look at it and say, is this something we can work on? Is this something that we can fix? Do I care enough? Am I vested enough in this relationship to put in the work? Because the thing I heard years and years ago, and it kept it's always something that I've kept in the back of my mind, is the reason the divorce rate is so high is because we live in a disposable society. If something doesn't work, if something's not working the way we think it should, we get rid of it and we replace it without a second thought. And we're that way about everything. You don't see people reusing jars. I mean, you do see some people, and unfortunately, I, I mean, I use I reuse jars. I reuse glass stuff. I don't just throw it out. But there was a time when you couldn't buy a soda in a plastic bottle. If you bought a soda, it was in a glass bottle, and one of two things happened. You threw the bottle and broke it, or you returned it to get your fucking nickel back. I think deposits on stuff like that was a good idea because, yes, glass is something that could be washed and sanitized and reused again. And all you're throwing away from that is a little metal cap. And the little metal caps could actually be collected and recycled as well and reused, melted down and reprinted and made in bottle caps again. We got away from that. Everything's plastic. Everything had to be disposable. Everything had to be something we could use once and never think about again. And we got into a really shitty mindset about that. We So we created the situation we're in. And unfortunately, that just amplifies and grows. As the higher up you go, the less people seem to give a shit about preserving what's there because they can always get more. And these entitled fucksticks that are what we created by allowing politician to become a career, they just keep taking because they don't think anyone's going to do anything to stop them. And when somebody does try and do something to stop them, they start labeling them terrorists and start trying to turn each other, us against each other. They start trying to get, and they achieve getting people to act against their own self-interests in the name of trying to be socially correct or proper or to echoing the accepted line. And we are worse off for it. So, but back to my original train of thought here as far as the convoy goes. So the little tin pot shithead decides to double down this past week, and he activates his emergency powers X, which realistically, 
you're going after a bunch of people and they have their families with them and their kids and they've set up barbecues and bounce houses and all sorts of really just absolutely horrible, miserable things that are going on. Such hatred, such destruction, such chaos, and it's a crock of shit. But this shithead uses it to activate emergency powers, call in all the might of the military to come down on the protesters because that's what they are. They're not terrorists. They're not fucking out there trying to establish white supremacy or any of the other bullshit that the media and the politicians are pushing. And they're not all the shit that's being stuck in your face. That's not what's going on. There are Indians and Sikhs and Asians and all sorts of other people I have seen pictures of that are out there that are truck truckers or truck adjacent and protesting and supporting it. And while we have things going on like the board of Black Lives Matter, the political movement has come under fire because they can't account for where the 60 million odd dollars they fundraised in the last few years has gone to. They can't show that they've actually done anything with all that money they fundraised other than, you know, treat themselves. And the media doesn't call them out, doesn't bat an eye. But if you donate $25 to the truckers, people are calling for your bank accounts to be seized, your assets to be forfeited, and for you to be treated as a terrorist because supporting a group of people doing something peacefully is apparently much much worse than, you know, benefiting at the expense of businesses, jobs, lives, countries, counties, towns, things that are destroyed and ruined and can never be replaced. I mean, you can rebuild a building, but you can't necessarily replace the memories that were in it and things like that. You can't give people back their sense of security, their sense of safety once they've lived through that shit just by, you know, marching around and waving a cardboard fucking sign. And so this little tin pot shithead brings in the military, starts having the police arresting people. I've seen footage of these protesters getting arrested. They're not resisting. They're not fighting. They're not throwing firebombs or rocks or any of the other shit we saw two years ago on the streets in the cities in the United States. They're getting arrested, getting carried off, having their trucks seized, having their vehicles taken, having their assets seized. It's all being done by people that are masked and hiding who they are it's nobody is out there doing it proudly they're doing it because they seem to have forgotten what the geneva convention told a bunch of people back in germany back in the mid 40s i was following orders is not okay that's not going to make it right so they're but they're still out there doing it they a lot of people saying oh well i can't be the one to stand up then that's the mentality that's the problem nobody wants to be the one standing up nobody wants to be the one that is going to say this is fucking wrong and I'm not doing it. And there are some that are. And I like to think that there are people out there that have the fortitude to say, you know what, I don't give a shit if you're ordering this to be done. You're overstepping your bounds and you're wrong. At some point, the people have to be the ones having the voice if we're going to continue living in any kind of free society, which was what we're supposed to be here for. It's supposed to be the, the forward evolution and we're turning back into a bunch of dictatorships and elitist bullshit. But we have better communication than ever in the history of the world. We have better ways of organizing, better ways of dealing with this shit. And their only response is to use more draconian and archaic methods, terrorism, torture. That's, these are tools of the government at this point. They're threatening livelihoods and families and, and legacies. They're taking away everything people have, or they're trying to. This hasn't actually gone into full effect yet, but they're trying to pass laws to make that legit. 
oh, you, you were sitting in a truck honking your horn because you don't want to get forced to take a, j- a jab to keep your job. And we've got people out there saying, well, it's, you can just go get a different job if you don't want to get the shot. Well, motherfucker, if you don't like the honking, go buy another house. You can just fucking move. It's the same energy. It's the same attitude. It's just people don't like it because that becomes an inconvenience for them. And on top of everything else, the last the last thing I'm going to touch on, and then I'm going to wrap this up. You've got that you know shithead little asshole prime minister who says, yeah, well, we're going to arrest you. We're going to take your rigs. We're going to seize your assets. We're going to freeze your bank accounts for daring to tell us you don't agree with what we're trying to force you to do. Oh, and if you have your pets with you, they're going to be taken to the shelters if you can't afford to pay the shelter fees, which how are you going to do that with your assets frozen? That's the first thing that really stuck in my craw. You're going to freeze their assets and then tell them if they can't pay the the fees for having their animals seized, you're going to euthanize their animals. You're going to kill their pets. This motherfucker must have never seen John Wick. That's the only thing I keep thinking in the back of my head. And realistically, the vast majority of the people I know in real life online, and everybody I've interacted with, Generally, you don't fuck with people's pets. It's just kind of a an unwritten thing at this point. There are a lot of people, and they don't even have to be the hardcore tree hugging, you know, PETA supporting. Although PETA's a, that's a whole other episode. PETA is a horrible fucking organization. And if you're giving them money to because you care about animals, you're a fucking idiot. Do a little tiny little infinitesimal amount of research. They are not good for animals. They just don't want people doing shit they don't agree with. They are, they cause the death of more animals than a lot of other fucking scenarios. So, yeah, grow up. Do some research. This prick is saying, yeah, we're going to take your pets and we're going to kill them because you had the audacity to bring them with you so you could take care, for the, care of them. And I know some long-haul truckers that have dogs that are their road companion. They are the, their, their roadie. The guy that rides with them is, their, is, is you know an 8-pound chihuahua or a 45-pound pit bull or whatever, you know, 110-pound mastiff, whatever the case may be. There are tons of truckers, and that's their that is their family. That is somebody something that is so important to them. They, and you're going to take it away from them and kill them because you're being a petty shithead. I, as much as it pains me to say it, these people they need to go. That that is just a sign that you are a horribly disconnected individuality. You lost touch of your fucking humanity. You're petty. You're angry, and you're just a horrible, shitty, shitty person. I mean, this is, you know, like I said, he's just, please make these assholes go away. I, I'm i not a big one for prayer. you got to knuckle down and fix your own problems. There's no magic pill or magic bullet that's going to fix the world. There's no, that the only magic that's out here is the magic we make, and we need to do some. These assholes got to go. And, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm going to go hug my dog and my cat. So for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode of I Had to Say It. If you liked what you heard, leave a review, give us a follow, give me some feedback. And if you didn't like what you heard, leave a review, give me a follow, give me some feedback. I'll try and fix it. Check us out on all the social media platforms at I Had to Say It podcast is the trigger for all that stuff for the search term. And if you want, check out the website, www.ihadtosayitpodcast.com. There's links to people that have been involved with the program, things I've talked about. There are some links available for some merch that we're working on, and there are ways to contact us there as well. 
And thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again soon.